hello and welcome to Game Till 5, the podcast where we talk about our top five things in various video games. Uh, my name is Steph and I'm joined by my ever lovely co-host Nikki. Hello. How are you? I'm okay, how are you? Yeah, I am good. I have recovered from death. <laughs> that is good, I'm very pleased to hear that. I was almost dead and then you survived. I got better, yeah. Yes, it feels and like it's been a long time since we've done a podcast because because you were dying. It yeah, it really does feel like a long time. And we used the power of pre recording for our last episodes because fuck are we doing anything over Christmas, we thought. Yeah. And yeah, so it's been ages. It has been. I'm glad to be back. Me too. I'm excited for our episode because today we're talking about our top five uh favourite video game voice actors yes i'm excited for this and seeing as you just got your voice back i feel like it's very fitting yeah it kind of works i'm not just a big croaky mess no but i kind of wish you were because when i saw you the other day i enjoyed the huskiness the husky tones it, but yeah the problem was my voice wasn't so husky as old grandma ladies <laughs> yeah i love it you just thought i sounded like sophie from house moving castle yeah. like the oh. old version where she's like no, I'm I'm too sick. Don't come in. See, it's amazing. Oh, you should be a voice actor. Yeah, my true calling. <laughs> Maybe this could be my training. Yeah, listen to all of these things, and I'll suddenly become much better at doing everything. Yes, I think you should do an impression of each voice actor, and then that will be like your showreel. Um, we'll see. <laughs> That's a no. Okay. <laughs> So, should we play the other intro that we have? The best one? The best one of our favourite voice acting performance, yes. really. I mean, we couldn't include it, but uh, listen to Gilbert Gottfried do his magic. What are you buying? How about a game of what you hit? A three-headed monkey! Okay then, ladies, gentlemen, and gender-fluid people, we are going to talk about my first voice actor, because I'm going first this week. It's been decided. (laughs) In a pre-recorded chat. She rises from death and she just takes over completely. (laughs) Yep. Soon, there'll just be no Nikki. All me. (laughs) No, it'll be really boring. I'll just be talking to myself. Um, So my number five for voice actors... Sorry, I will. I'm eating. I'm eating a locket. I'm really professional, as you can tell. Mostly just stop myself from coughing, but it's got itself stuck in my tooth. Is anyone that doesn't know what a locket is, if you don't have them, it's like a cough sweet. She's not just eating jewelry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. That would be weird, and I would probably send you away. Yeah, the the illness had got to my brain. Probably best. <laughs> send me to the farm. Anyway, your number five. My number five is Logan Cunningham. Uh, he does the voice acting on um, all of the super giant games. So Bastion and Transistor, uh, Fire, and the new one, he's pretty much got like all the voices in Hades, which is coming out, I think, soon or just came out. Um, and I mostly picked it because of Bastion and the narrator uh, voice that he does for this um 
I like narrating in games. I think it works well. And he does a really good job of building atmosphere in the game and stuff and working with the music and just describing what you're up to and all that kind of good stuff. So I really enjoyed it. Um, And I think I enjoyed the game more because of this man and his nice voice. That's cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to play Bastion. So I'm actually excited. We haven't really said yet, but we do have clips that we're going to play for each voice actor. So I'm very excited for this clip because I think I know who the voice actor is, but I can't quite place it. So, Well, in that case, I'll play it now. Ground forms up under his feet as it point in the way. He don't stop to wonder why. And then he falls to his death. I'm just fooling. It's good. It's got some good like, humour and stuff in it. And um, yeah. That's a deep, husky voice. I like that. It is. It's a lovely voice. It's a lot of... I, I, I could sleep to that. Right. He could tell you a beautiful story. Ah. And you could just send yourself off to sleep. I like it. Yeah. It's good. I'm into it. Uh, and the game is really good. And I think his performance enhances it. So, yeah. yeah I don't really have uh, anything to say much more about this. Because I couldn't find many facts about him other than he just does all the Supergiant games. So like yeah. any games they produce, he does a shit ton of voices for it. Um, so if you have not played any of them, you should, because they're all really good. And I'm looking forward to Hades, which comes out soon or is, is out. He, I can't remember. Does he mostly do narration or is there games where he's played sort of the character as well? I'm pretty sure uh, he has done some character voices as well because he's like multiple listed on quite a few of the other games um not just i think mm. bastion's the one he mostly just narrates the whole time yeah I, the other ones he's got a couple of different uh things especially the new one i think he's got a couple of different voices and characters to do which is cool yeah i found it hard to get facts for this um it was always hit and miss for i think for voice actors as a sort of a as a top five but i think generally I don't know. I think voice acting is very important in games. Not always, because obviously we have games like Zelda or Final Fantasy where there hasn't been any voice acting at all, and it's still amazing games. But I think sometimes it can really make the game. And I think especially like with someone like him, where it's like narration, it's always. I think it's really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's a lot to say for good voice acting. Um, mm-hmm. How well it can sell a oh, story yeah. and stuff. It can be terrible, <laughs> right? I mean, we know some terrible ones. They might even yeah. appear later. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm excited. we're going to make up for our lack of facts this one by putting in clips. I mean, I'm the fact queen, so I know I said I struggled, but oh, I see. You're sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to speak for you there. <laughs> no, I, I struggled, but I, I dug deep on some of these people. Nice. I know, found out some weird facts. You know, things oh. that no one probably cares about, but I found them. <laughs> you dug them out. If they had any secrets, Nikki found uh, Yep, I got them. There's just one thing you need to be careful of, Nikki. She will Google the shit out of you. <laughs> and make facts. And make the facts. She does it to all of us. All of her friends. She, she <laughs> just randomly just... announces and talks in and just says, Hey, you guys, did you know this fact about this guy? And we'll be like, no, we didn't, Nikki. No, yep, we didn't. I, I don't I think I knew that about myself. So well done. <laughs> Right, shall I go on to my number five? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah? Give it to me. Okay, so my number five is Ashley Johnson. So, or better known as Ellie from The Last of Us, probably, as she's most well-known. Um, but another favourite of mine is Gordis from Borderlands, Dot Tales from Borderlands. Um, I just think she's all over awesome, and I had to put her on my list, because she has, just has a very unique voice, but I think she's also just an incredibly talented voice actor, particularly in The Last of Us, I think. That's probably 
one of my favourite sort of performances of hers. And as well, because they had to do the motion capture, which makes it even more involved. But yeah, she's just a unique voice. But I think as well, she has the ability to play so many different characters. Um, obviously, she's very good at playing like younger kind of sounding people. because She does have that kind of voice. But yeah, she's, a, she's just an all around awesome gal. So... I agree. I really like her voice. I know what you mean by it being really unique. Um, yeah. She has a nice, I guess, tone to it. Um, but it's mm-hmm. also equally like, because she's not far off our age, right? She's a little bit older than us, I think. Yeah. Like, she can have, she has such a youthful sound to her voice. Like, hence her playing yeah. Ellie, who's, you know, how old is Ellie supposed to be? Like 13, 14 in yeah. Last of Us? And yeah, yeah. Always been played by like a 20 something mm. year old. But she captures that kind of nice. I don't know, quality to her voice, which is always really nice. Shall we go for the clip? I just want to say thanks for bringing me back and killing that scary thing and taking me on the adventure we went on a while ago. And thanks for being cool about stuff, like letting me drive the caravan that time when you weren't looking. And thanks for bringing everyone together. And thanks for being my friend. (laughs) She's so cute. It is. It's such a wholesome little clip. Of Gordis. That was Gordis from Tales from the Borderlands, the little, little robot that we all love. But yeah, it's just, she just has the ability to just, I don't know, I just, I just love her. It's just some of those voices, which I just think is just adorable. Yeah. And she nails it. Obviously, I did kind of want to include Ellie in that, but, you know, I just, I think I just find Gordis so hilarious that I wanted to do that one, so... Yeah, I think Gordis is a good choice for her because, I mean, everyone, and most people have played last of us or know mm. her as last of us so having a slightly different thing yeah she's so cute <laughs> um so we're talking about her voice the thing that we really laughed the most when i was thinking for facts for ashley johnson was on imdb it has a section where it says like trademark and for her it just said nasal voice <laughs> i was just like fucking hell like you could have something a bit nicer than just a trademark if she has a nasal voice but that's just rude don't know how you feel about that. That was me, Ashley Johnson. Right. I know what you mean. Like, this is your description of you. <laughs> it's it's always someone being like, she's famous for having a kind of annoying voice. Yeah. But I wouldn't even say that she has a nasally voice, really. It's just, I don't know, maybe she does. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's good, though. I've got some other facts, because Ooh. fact queen. Um, yeah. She was actually the daughter of Mel Gibson's character in the 2000 comedy, What Women Want. Who knew? You know what? I did know that. I was actually going to say this to you. I was like, I bet I know what one of your facts is going to be. And it was in What Women Want. Yeah. Which weirdly was a movie that I really liked uh, <laughs> as a teenager. And I don't know why. I think it's because on like ITV or something, one of the channels over here. And it was just constantly on like mm. for about a year. It was on like every Sunday. And it was always like, oh, it's a nice movie. I'll watch that. And this was before Mel Gibson went crazy. And we discovered he was not a very nice person. Yeah. But, yeah, at the time, lovely Mel Gibson. I don't and, remember that movie. Yeah. I probably haven't watched it since it came out. But Well, we'll watch it. But I may watch it just to see an adorable Ashley Johnson in it. Yeah, I would. She does a good job. Yeah. She was also in The Avengers. She was? Yes. If anyone didn't know that. Oh. I'm not going to go too much into it. I lie. I've got so many facts. Here I go. <laughs> um, so one of the things I think I like about her the most is she's really good at singing. So I think actually for like 
a long time I've just constantly listened to this song that she did which was House of the Rising Sun which is on YouTube it's really good she does an amazing cover of it and also everyone that's a Last of Us fan will know from the teaser that she did for The Last of Us 2 she sings um, Through the Valley and she fucking it's amazing like she knocks it out um so good like I think I listened to that like a year for like a year non-stop just because it just I don't know she just creates so much emotion in this song she just, just has a really good voice so she's multi-talented you go girl she's triple threatening <laughs> um and yeah and she there's one thing about her I like as well because I like her personality as well because she does a lot of like Dungeons and Dragons stuff as well like she does all the critical role stuff um and while I was doing some research because I was you know really getting into this voice act the top five um I was watching one of her BAFTA awards that she accepted which I think yeah was for Ellie in The Last of Us um nice so she won the award. Actually, no, I don't even know if she was winning it on behalf of herself or if it was on behalf of the team. I can't remember. But she did this really nice speech, and um, she revealed that obviously, I think the people that know her will know that um, she's a bit of a trekkie, which I thought you might like. Oh man, um, my own heart. <laughs> and um, she was basically one of the things I liked about her, what she was saying was that um, when she played Ellie, she was so happy to play a female character that hasn't necessarily been sexualized, isn't a damsel in distress, or even the opposite of that. And I think for me, when I watched that, I just thought that's just such a good point. Like Ellie is such a unique character um, and she plays her so well. And I think it's just such a great role. And just anyway, the way that she was explaining, I just thought, you know, you're just a cool person. I like you. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a nice point actually about Ellie because she's such a, she could be such an annoying character because she's obviously set up to be, most of the time, like she's just wandering around as your like little sidekick kind of like npc with you really mm. when you like get down to it and then but she doesn't ever feel like that um no and she never annoys me really like yeah okay there's no. points where it'd probably be more the mechanics of the game where i'm just like for fuck's sake ellie like get out of the way or something like that but it's never like oh you're annoying you're you're pissing me off now like it's she's she's very likable but also yeah she's not a damsel in distress she's kind of just yeah it's, it's hard to explain but i um i liked i liked that speech that she did it was good Anyway, that, that's it for my facts. I just... I liked it. Yeah. I mean, good fact-finding there. <laughs> I think a lot of this top five is just going to be us, like, splurging on the people that we really like. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> be like, did you hear their voice? That was a nice voice. <laughs> they can't do anything wrong. <laughs> we just love everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, um, that's Ashley Johnson. Now nice. we're on to number fours. Number fours. Uh, so my number four. Uh, it started off as one person. It's now kind of the more I was listening to clips and the more I was thinking about it, it's kind of become two. So I've gone for Rich Wait, what? what? So it's kind of a combined effort. So I've gone for Rich Summer and Sissy Jones, who are the two lead characters in Firewatch. And oh. I was just like, I can't not have one without the other because their kind of dialogue between the two of them is just so good and i just yeah i just really liked it and i I started off just having rich but then the more clips i was listening to the more i was kind of thinking about it uh and talking to the guys at my work about it and stuff and i was like actually really like she's better if not as just as good and i was just so torn which which one to pick so i kind of I've said I've allowed both. Do you know what? That's that's fine. I'll allow that because Thanks. those two almost come as a package, like a duo. You don't get one without the other. And I'm so glad you picked them because I didn't even cross my mind. But the voice acting in that game is just phenomenal. 
It's great. I mean, essentially, it's just a walking simulator, really, that yeah. game. But you get so entranced in it, I think, because of those two and the conversations you have between the two of them. Um, which leads me on to my clip. So I'm just going to play this clip. Uh, this shale slide is steep. How do you expect me to get down this? I don't remember it being that bad. It's not even named on our topos. Yeah, well, I'd go with Widowmaker. Come on, it's really not that bad. It's a 50-foot cliff made of rocks that look like knives. They just look like knives, okay? Plus, there's already a Widowmaker on the backside of Carter Mountain. It would be confusing. Yeah, I just like, there's a lot of sass between the two of them, especially from her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But eventually, like, you can kind of see their relationship grow so much. And it's literally just those two having conversations Mm. and stuff that do it. Um, Like, obviously, the story... And stuff is really interesting in Firewatch. But yeah, I definitely think it's a lot about those two and the conversations and stuff that they had. Well, the the game is led by them pretty much. Like, you wouldn't have a game without that, without them, you know, even just the tiniest, just because it's just like as you're walking, isn't it? They just have conversations. And without that, like, you just go mad. You'd be like, I'm just in the forest alone. This is, I mean, I was creeped out anyway. So. There are some creepy bits in it, especially because oh, yeah. I think, especially with that, because you don't know what to expect, and it does a really good job. And I think he does a really good job of when he's alone, and maybe his like, you know, all he has is the walkie-talkie, and it's dark, and he's trying to, you know, there's some mysterious stuff going on. You could see mm-hmm. how you would be scared in that situation if you were just like wandering around a wood by yourself. Really, yeah. Well, um, the atmosphere in that game is is amazing. I mean, I, to be honest, I. I'm glad that we brought this up because I freaking love Firewatch so much. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> So, idea. like, I think, yeah, even just their conversations, especially when things start to get a little bit tense and a little, because I would get freaked out because I really didn't even know what type of game this was when I started it. I was like, oh my God, this is a horror game. Am I going to die? You know, and then we're not knowing. And then there's sort of, when there is sort of like spooky bits, the the tension that you get from some of their voices, just from how they're feeling is, is amazing. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like you said, it's it's such an unexpected game. Um, but most of it comes, the atmosphere and stuff comes from them and like him being scared about something or him not being, you know, quite sure about things and discovering stuff. And I think a lot of the time I remember standing in like my tower, not doing anything other than just listening to their conversation and waiting for the reply that I needed to send. Mm. If you know what I mean, there's a lot of, because obviously you, you don't ever meet her, you're just in your tower talking to this voice. Um yeah so it's just there's just lots of really good yeah. stuff i love the conversations that they have as well like sometimes it does just feel like you're just like you shouldn't be listening you know i mean you're like listening yeah. to one's conversation because it's so fluid and it's so natural yeah definitely so yeah that was why i picked those two um Ooh. i don't i have kind of some facts about about it more just things about each of them i think is more the thing that i found out um rich summer uh, or is obviously a normal actor i say normal actor is a uh, actual actor anyway um he was in mad men and he's also now in glow if you watch glow oh. on, the, on netflix wait who is he in mad men and who is he in glow in mad men i think he plays oh who does he play in mad men i should have really looked at this um, <laughs> that's okay i did i did find you know what i read it and went oh yeah i know that one and then i just totally didn't well, okay like, who is he in glow that that's something i watched recently so i should remember that in Glow, he's the husband. Oh my god, that's him! He's in he's in loads of stuff. Like yeah, he's yeah. in like fucking everything. Yeah, he's that's a, him. He's a big main actor. He's not of just like yeah. You no, know, it's funny because him. the body type of the guy in Firewatch 
is like the same as him like that was always how I imagined him to look it matches know? him so well I know what you mean he does look like you would expect Henry I can't believe look. that was him that's so cool um Harry Crane is his Mad Men actor yeah, now, now I know the guy. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I didn't know that that was him. That's it. crazy. But he's been in all sorts of stuff, like Ugly Betty, awesome. and like I think he's even in like yeah. Ugly Rays he's, he's episode. A and, pretty, yeah. pretty famous actor, isn't he? Yeah. And that's, I think that's what shocked me more, because normally you kind of see act voice actors, sorry, for video game voice actors, starting off in games and going a bit sort of, you know, off into more like movie and stuff. But I like how he's kind of delved into games just from, you know, just from the lols. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, I think, so I found out that he has done one other game. Uh, he is in L.A. Noir as a character, yes. which I remember him being. Like yeah. I said, once you know to see the face, you can kind of picture him. Once I know, I'm like, so, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, no, uh, I so I think that's the only other thing he's done for that. But he um, he is a big fan of tabletop games, was a fact that I found wow. out about him. And he hosts a podcast um, called Cardboard Ooh. about his love of tabletop games, which I thought was quite cool. I did not know that he was a nerd. I like that. Yeah, it kind of it works out. Um, and Sissy Jones, uh, she uh, she won a BAFTA for uh, her thing in Firewatch, her role, uh, which is pretty nice. Uh, and she has been in a tons of video games. She's a huge voice actor. Uh, like looking through her IMDb page, it was just like full of mm. all different kinds of stuff. And the one that stuck out for me actually was uh, she's in Life is Strange. Uh, is and she? she is Chloe's mum. Really? Well, I wouldn't. I would never be able to place that because she's got a very southern accent, doesn't she? Yeah, I think so she I changes it up quite a bit. For oh. But um, yeah, that was the one yeah. of the ones that I pulled out of her thing. But she has is a huge list if you want to go check her out. But she's yeah, yeah, she's just great. Um, but it took there was one thing was like a fact that I found was it took two years to record all the dialogue for Firewatch. Two years. Jesus. A long well, time. I'm sort of not surprised because that was a lot of conversation. Right, that's what we're saying. It's mostly mm. conversation, so you can kind of see how if the stuff got clipped or they had to redo things, yeah, it was going to take them a while to get they, they spoke about, like, tiny little things, like picking up, like, a cereal bar. Like, there was so much dialogue for just some of it, yes, pointless, but at the same time, that's what made it. Yeah. So that's, I guess, why maybe it would take so long because there was so much possible dialogue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that is my number four. That was a good number four. I, I love this because, like, you think of things that I wouldn't necessarily... Because this is a hard one for me because I went a bit nuts. If you if you could have a look at the, the bottom list where I sort of fiddled about with people... Sorry, not literally fiddled, that sounded weird. Where I moved people around <laughs> and had a look at them and, you know, I was thinking, oh, who can go in my top five? Like, I've got so many. Because there's so many, like, ta- like talented voice actors... But they didn't even cross my mind. And I think, you know, it's so hard because I think these days there are so many talented voice actors doing games, especially how games have become so sort of narrative based. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was overwhelming. I was just like, fuck, there's too many voice actors. I know what you mean. Like, I thought when I first started, I was like, um, I was going to find this really difficult. And I thought, oh, you know, it's it's really easy to think of the main guys and uh if you go through lists at all on google and things the same kind of people come up quite a lot and i was looking at them and i was like these guys are great but i'm not necessarily personally like connected with any of those roles or played those games and stuff like that and then once i started and i found a couple people that i like was like oh yeah of course this person the more and more came out and i was like yes this was great voice acting or like (laughs) yeah this person did a great job and then there was so many that i was just like oh yeah like you i just had a bunch of them sat in the bottom of the list not being filled yeah. by you though 
<laughs> I would fiddle all of them if I could. You would. You dirty hoe. <laughs> um, okay, so are we ready for the next one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Right, so my number four. Your number four. Go for it. Uh, just before I go into this, I'm going to say that admittedly, some of my characters, or sorry, not characters, voice actors, um, are based on my love for them in games. So this is one of them, which is, you know, they're only mostly on the list because I love them and I love their voice and I love the character that they portray because I have issues with attachment to characters in games, which is, so my next one is Steve Valentine, who plays Alistair from Dragon Age, and also Harry Flynn in Uncharted. Of course. Those are my two main loves. So (laughs) I picked Steve Valentine because he has a very... I just love his voice and he has an ability to portray his characters and just make them so lovable even if sometimes they can be dicks um and Alistair I think will always be one of my favorite characters of all time and the more I listen to like the dialogue and things in Dragon Age the more I just love him and the way that he you know delivers the lines it's just oh it's just it's very lovable and to be able to do that yeah he just he has my heart I agree with you, to be fair. Like, the first Dragon Age is the one that I've managed to play the whole way through. Yeah, and because of Alistair. I think because of Alistair. Like, I don't even yeah. think he was my... I didn't choose him as, like, my romance person either, I don't oh, think. Oh, you should have. I think, I, to be fair, actually, I think I flitted, but I was a bit of a uh, normal thing that I, I do. I mean, did you went... romance then? Because you probably would have done if you could have, because you know that you love, sub, you know, interspecies. I didn't. I didn't go for Stan. Even he was too much for me. I don't think you can go for Stan. I think I attempted. You know, I think I gave it a good try. Oh, of course you would have done. Actually, no, you know what? I did did the elf guy who... um, uh, Oh, um... What's his name? name? It's gone gone from my head. He he was the thief guy yeah 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 he had a like a an accent didn't he yes he did yeah that guy i think it was the accent that got me um (laughs) but i think i made alistair like my best friend and then i don't know the elf guy pissed me off or did something because i think he wasn't very nice really like his character was supposed to be very nice and i was like (laughs) screw you i'm going with alistair now and i like then re did like the whole of the romance with alistair just because he was so fun and i love you i love his voice and On that note, should we play a clip of his lovely voice? Yes. Yeah. I've got this nefarious plan to go around to each of them and secretly tell them all the nasty things you said. That way they'll mutiny and I shall become the group leader. (laughs) (laughs) This is so funny. I had to go for that clip just because I was like, it doesn't really portray the lovely person that Alistair is uh, as a character, but it shows you the ridiculous humour that he has oh, yeah. in, in the thing. So It's it's humour as well that I just feel like at the time, you didn't really see it in any of the games. Like, he, it was just this kind of like cheesy kind of, I don't know, it was just so rare, I think, for that time period um, to have almost kind of like that clownish kind of character that doesn't really take himself seriously in any way and is a bit of a dork, I suppose. Yeah, I definitely think that's a good description of him. It's that, like, yeah, I'm really sure of myself, but actually I'm really not, and I'm quite, like, vulnerable. And I'm going to take the piss out of myself, because he does take the piss out of himself a lot. Definitely. Yeah, he's just something very lovable, and I think, obviously, we know that I love him, but it was the ability, I think, to make people adore him was through, you know, the acting and the performance and stuff. And obviously, like, it was obviously written in the script and stuff, but he just, it suits him as a as a yeah. voice, that kind of character. Um, yeah. 
and obviously I've got my reasons for it, but that and I'm just obsessed. Um, personal, so, personal reasons, nothing to do with yeah. it. Yeah. And there was, oh, when I was, when like I was looking at like the voice lines and stuff for him, there was so many funny ones. I, I think I watched like half an hour long of just Alistair's like one-liners <laughs> or just like, you know, talking. Yeah. And I couldn't, it was so hard because I was just like, there's so many good ones and so many just had me laughing. Yeah, but that that's a good that's a good one I think. But I've got I haven't really got that many facts to be honest because there's not really much on him. Um, the funniest fact I got, which made me laugh, which is I don't know why I even saved this. I think I saved it as a joke because I was like I could literally do this for all of these voice actors. But there was a section in IMDb where it was just like trivia. <laughs> Steve Valentine enjoys riding roller coasters, dancing, and horseback riding. <laughs> now you know. I mean, it kind of sounds a bit like a dating profile that you found. Like, yeah, I wish. Oh, I know. You just, um, it'd be weird though, because you'd just be like, "Talk to me like Alistair." No, I would just close my eyes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's mean. No, I would. I would marry him if he, you know, if I had the option. Um, <laughs> I think the good part about it is as well, he wouldn't even have to put do much to not sound like Alistair. So I'd be pretty happy in that marriage. Yeah. I mean, you could just put a little Alistair mask yeah. somewhere. Just like, <laughs> put that on. Um, so another fact for you is he is a rather accomplished magician. So what more could you want in a man? I mean, magic hand. You're selling him to me more and more. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, he's also been in like a lot of well-known stuff, which I won't name all of it, but he's been in like Monk, Will and Grace, Starmer and Greg, all that kind of stuff. So I've, I've seen him a lot on actual sort of like normal TV. No. Um, and every time I have, I'm just like, oh my God, Alistair, what are you doing here? But um, yeah, so that's literally all my facts. Oh, he's Scottish. There you go. He's Scottish? Oh, yeah. okay. Now you've sold it to me. <laughs> so that wouldn't normally sell it to me, but... Because I don't always like the Scottish accent. I do. Oh, yeah. It's a nice accent, but I don't always, you know, I don't like swoon over it. Yeah. Like You're not you mean. do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's just cool. And also he plays Harry Flynn in Uncharted, which I said before. Um, yeah. And he does an awesome job at that too. Especially when you compare someone like uh, Harry Flynn to Alistair. Such like different kind of characters. One of them's a bit more but a bad side. Alice doesn't really have a bad bone in his body, but he plays both of them really well. Um, and some of the banter as well that, that um, like Nolan North and him is just, is really funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number four. Nice. That is a good number four. Yeah. Even if it's mostly just because you <laughs> love, love Alistair. In, yeah. a, in a very special way. <laughs> Uh, we can move on to number three, I guess that means. Oh. Flying through these today. I think it's helping with the clips. I'm enjoying having clips. To be yeah. Um, See, I told you, sound files, they're the one. You never listen to me, but... I mean, oh yeah, I'm sorry. But it did mean that I had to sit there and uh, do a lot of clip making. Yeah. But it's fine. That's okay. I do it for you and our love, our love of video games. Uh, so, my number three... Um, again, this is one that kind of popped up when I was trying to think oh. of different things and I suddenly went, oh, of course, I have to have this person. And it is um, Kevin Brighting, who does the narration in The Stanley Parable. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, The Stanley Parable 
is a very interesting game if you've not played it. It's very difficult for me to describe it without ruining too much for you about what happens. Uh, it's similar to Firewatch, really, where it's mostly a walking simulator, but the narration that uh, Kevin Brighton does is just so good and so funny. It's just such a weird and funny game, um, and he kind of just makes it. Uh, his voice is just so, I don't know, quite a unique voice. Um and so is the game really um which is just great it's a really cool game and i'm going to play you my clip this is me being serious in fact this is my serious room it's where i come to be serious that table is the most serious table i could find i looked at many many tables hundreds of tables it's possible i looked at over a thousand tables i honestly don't know the specific number isn't as important as the understanding that of all tables i looked at this one is the most serious <laughs> it's a great clip and it's not even that one never doesn't even really spoil stuff for you because it's uh about so, tables. yeah it's about tables and it's a weird little thing you do if you try and cheat in the game it comes up so it's not really a part of the main like story and stuff that happens. But it was so difficult to find a clip for this because essentially what happens in the Stanley Parable, he narrates uh, you. So it's kind of like he says, hey, you're in this room. Uh, Stanley, you're, you're playing a guy named Stanley. You never really see Stanley, but you play Stanley. And he's like, hey, Stanley leaves his room. And you can choose not to do that. You can choose to just like close the door. Uh, and then the narrator kind of has to switch gears. And instead of just stopping there, he kind of just starts commenting on stuff. And he's like, oh, well, in that case, you'll just stay in the room then. Like, and it just constantly adapts with the different things that you end up doing in the game. Um, and it works really well for a game. I can't recommend this game enough if you've never played it. It's quite an experience of a game, for sure. Um, and yeah, I think Kevin Brighting and his uh, wonderful narration definitely, again, makes this game because otherwise it's mostly just you walking around an office building and weird shit happening. Oh yeah, it's basically pretty much all about that, isn't it? Like, he kind of leads the comedic narrative, I suppose. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. I've unfortunately never actually played it. I just watched a lot of playthroughs when it came out on YouTube. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So I actually really tempted at one point to try it because... It was just so funny. And there's so many different options and different, like, sound files, obviously, for things that you do. So, yeah. Yeah, there's so many different endings as well. And, like, that mm. sound clip is a sound clip I'd never heard before. And I found, just on you, like, watching a bunch of stuff about it, that's, like, if you try and cheat and put a cheat thing into the game, it takes you to this room. And then he ta starts talking about the serious table. Um, and it just made me laugh so much. And I was like, <laughs> I've never seen this one. Um, but it was just so good. Uh, there wasn't really much for me to find on Kevin Brighting. He has done a lot of general, like, voice work, but not... This was his first game, and now he's kind of become a bit of a cult icon because of this game's kind of stature in the gaming world. Um, the only other really things I could find that he had done, he was in Oceanhorn, which if you've ever seen oh. or played it... Yeah, it's like a weird yeah. version of Zelda that's not Zelda... Yeah, it's quite a big that. rip off, but it was quite fun. I played a bits of it, and it was yeah. um yeah, it was great fun. But apparently, he plays so a hermit in that. I never <laughs> met the hermit, but I'm sure he has a great voice. Um, he also narrated uh, an award-winning short film called Pitchforksville, uh, for a Microsoft Imagine Cup in 2007. Uh, and my last fact is that he was in a Doctor Who episode uh, of Capaldi season. Um, and he plays voices a bank computer. 
in the nice. bank of Carabraxox, which I must have seen because I've seen these episodes, but I cannot remember uh, the bank. So I wasn't <laughs> great with Capaldi, to be fair. So I might have missed it. Yeah, but that's a good choice, though. He's, I love his voice. Yeah, he's he could also voice. tell me nighttime stories. He could, that's definitely a nice nighttime story. Yeah, although I feel like he would mock me as yes. well. And I'd also be slightly worried that something weird was going to happen to me. Yeah, like a, some kind of mastermind. Which reminds me, I don't think he's on our list, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything. It kind of reminds me as well. Maybe like the humour and like the narration of, um, you know, um, Stephen Merchant in Portal 2? Yes. Kind of reminds me of that kind of the British humour kind of essence. Yeah, definitely. I did look at Stephen Merchant and a couple of people mm-hmm. around the portal things like GLaDOS. Because it's kind of like that, isn't it? I guess you're kind of being narrated around this kind of world. Yes, definitely. But so in a way that they're not necessarily on your side, but that, that you know, they're still yeah. going to narrate you. There's a, like something slightly can be sinister about it, I think. Yeah. He can do annoyed at you and kind of you're like, oh, okay. Oh, you're not you're not happy go lucky narrator that I thought you were. Yeah. I've I've somehow pissed you off without actually seeing you, which is a weird feeling. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Yeah. How about you? Number three. Number three. Okay, so my number three is Courtney Draper. So Elizabeth from Bioshock. Nice. Um she was kind of a hands down pick for me because I think Bioshock's one of my favourite games, like I'm not gonna lie. But I adore Elizabeth and she's made by Courtney Draper really like her voice is awesome and she plays her so well and again I think we should play a clip straight away just because I love the clips okay here it comes you can get us out of here yes I just need to supply enough weapons to arm an entire uprising and where will we get these weapons from one of our many friends and allies a gunsmith in Finkton should be a walk in the park what do you say? Partners? You're a liar, Mr. DeWitt. And a thug. You're also my only means of reaching Paris. Yeah. I think she has a really unique voice as well for a character in a game, which sounds weird, but I just feel like a voice like hers you don't normally come across. And not to say that it's because of this reason, but she had never done any voice acting before. She had literally been like in law school and you know did voice acting as like a side job to pay for it and you know weirdly enough i i feel like that's made her even better because yeah yeah, i don't know it's hard to explain but she does it so flawlessly especially in a scene like that where like often emotions are quite high she just she nails it and i think it's her ability as well to play quite a vulnerable character but also one that seems also quite powerful at the same time yeah definitely it's definitely elizabeth is definitely a weird character um for that reason and you're right she's got a very interesting like way of of talking but it doesn't Mm. feel unnatural like it's not a bad different way of talking it's just a more it's almost more natural because you know everyone has weird inflections when they talk they're not always perfectly speaking like us we just randomly go uh and uh um, i don't know Mm. but yeah like whatever and stuff so to me her voice is like caramel yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was quite a sexual description of her voice i like it (laughs) yeah it's like i could just i wish she did more but she unfortunately she didn't she this is sort of, I'm I'm putting my facts into my actual just discussion, which is great. I like it. But basically 
she hasn't really done anything since 2015. And I imagine that's because she went off to be a lawyer. And I, you know, I hope she's doing well in her lawyer world. But I am sad because her voice acting, I think she does, she does very well. And she's very talented at it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah. And I think her and Troy Baker's performance in Bioshock Between Them, similar to kind of like the thing with Firewatch, is, you know, they bounce off of each other so well. And it just, it made the game. Like, I honestly think that if you'd had two other voice actors in there, you know, I can't say this for sure, but I just don't feel like it would have been as powerful. There was just something really unique about those two and the way in which they kind of, you know, existed in that world and spoke to each other. It just, yeah, again, it was just that whole game was caramel for me. I loved it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, um, to be fair, as a, um, I got into Infinite, really before I got into old Bioshock, because mm. I'm just such a wimp, old Bioshock kind of scared me a little bit too much sometimes <laughs> to really get into. Um, and then I played Infinite, and it was because I think the setting was so much lighter, and you kind of had her as an extra friend character with you, uh, you kind of felt a little bit more supported. It was weird. And because of that, I then went back and played the other Bioshocks, and I loved them, and I could get more into them, I think. But I had to play that one first. But I definitely think she did a good job of uh, making that game for me and making it mm. less scary, which is weird. Yeah, I think nice. she has this this the innocence, especially in the beginning, that really doesn't make you feel like you know in the old Bioshocks. Yeah, okay, they they were quite dark and you know points a little bit you know depressing in the way yeah. that it was all like oh everything's fucked. Whereas like with Elizabeth, it was like you saw saw this like little light. You know, she had a, like obsession with Paris and like that clip where she's like dancing on their pier. Yeah, like it it really brought I think more dimensions to to the Bioshock series in that way because it wasn't just all you know drew and blah. it was you know there was this sort of this girl and yeah okay she does go on a journey where things get a little bit darker and I think that's actually to be honest that makes the game freaking awesome especially with the DLC seeing her come from you know different different kind of like notions of you know and um she just she just brings something to it and I almost I do think that the voice acting in that game kind of made it what it was yeah definitely she's a cool and like you said i've never did not know that she just kind of did elizabeth and then yeah and then left she did she did one thing in 2015 i think it was like a voice i think for for a game i can't remember what it was i don't think it, i didn't it wasn't that memorable at the time but um and then that was it really because she was just she wanted to be a lawyer i don't think she planned on continuing voice acting as a career um i knew that she played bioshop a lot apparently like and when she was like when the game came out she enjoyed it quite a lot playing elizabeth and i think elizabeth means quite a lot to her but i think she kind of just left it at that i mean i'm interested to know what she's doing but i think she just probably just didn't want to necessarily you know continue voice acting because she it sounds i don't it sounds weird because it's not like voice actors aren't normal people but when you see interviews with her and stuff she just seems like such a normal person that just happens to be like oh heck i'll just do some voice acting and i'm so jealous because i'm just like you just like went into it just like oh yeah you know i'll just get some money and deliver freaking elizabeth yeah uh, oh shit i just spoiled the game let's just cut that and say <laughs> okay cut that shit because i don't want to spoil it major um, spoilers for everything <laughs> you can maybe bleep that out yeah bleep it bleep it All right. um <laughs> i'd rather the <than> bleep <laughs> um you know and and she's just like okay now i'm gonna go again and it's like god damn it like yeah. i wish i could just do that like have that kind of talent yeah it's so unfair just to turn yeah. up and be like i'm also a lawyer don't you know you're like, yeah. you for having such but, a good um, thing. 
but no that's cool that kind of reminds me because i was gonna one of the people i was gonna put in which i wish i know you won't have uh was the voice for bayonetta because uh she literally just does bayonetta that's the only like voice acting work i found that she does she does nobody else uh but again does just a really good job of that one character and then Mm. that's it well, if anyone wants to hire me for like a one-off game as a voice actor, like I'm free. <laughs> Just give give Nikki a call. She'll do any voice you want. Apparently, it's that easy. So, I mean, clearly, you can do um, some acting. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to be a voice actor. I just have a really annoying voice, and I'm very sorry you'll have to hear it. Hey, some people might find it soothing. Maybe someone Nikki. will say your voice is like caramel. Ah, it's not, but thank you. <laughs> My voice is like, I don't even know. Cheese. I don't like cheese. I like cheese. That's true. Okay, cheese was a bad. No, cheese is bad. Comparison. You don't like it, but I like it. Therefore, hairy it cheese. Works. There you go. It's like hairy cheese. Yeah. No one likes hairy cheese. Why? Oh, God. Now I've just described myself as that. No one's going to forget it, and everyone's just going to. We can't listen to that podcast. One of the hosts sounds like hairy cheese. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she also is very good at singing and there was uh obviously everyone knows that he's played it uh they did what troy baker and courtney draper did um with the circle be unbroken and that this is an incredible song when they both sing it um and especially there's a there's a part like an awesome scene in the game where like um booker picks up a guitar and elizabeth sits down and they both um sing that song together and i'm not lying it, it makes me emotional gives you the feels yeah and it was such an amazing scene as well um especially when you don't expect it and it just just happens when it was mid-game like it's not even like a cut scene and it's it's awesome but yeah she's a really good singer and it's drum maker as well but um and that's awesome and she actually won a well she was nominated for a british academy games award for performance on that song so yeah she's cool we miss her we hope she comes back yeah that would be nice more Elizabeth or more Bioshock in general I think well, uh, would be probably not going to happen I know I know That's much to my sadness they're off making games like Flame and a Flood now which is great yeah but yeah that was my number three nice uh so that means that we're on to number two yes That's my number two now this this is someone that I feel that you are going to have as well because we've often spoken of our love of this person and it is jennifer hale and Femme yeah that's Femme. a crossover yeah in that case we get beetle oh yeah beetle yeah uh, you know what actually talking of beetle i tried my <laughs> damnedest to find who does the beetle voicing oh and some other characters in wind waker because it's just great because like quick noise <laughs> from the fish man and i could not find anything no one, no one knew who Beatles' voice was. So if you know, please tell me. Please oh, write in and find it for us. Because if you are Beatle, please get in contact. Because oh, God, we would love to have you. Yeah, we would. We would <laughs> well, for you to just make random sound effects for us. We'll pay well. We will just narrate my life for a day of just making weird noises. <laughs> I'll just stop communicating, and you can just make noises for me. <laughs> that would be great. Thanks. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye. So, <clears throat> yes, Jennifer Hale. Um, we obviously love her from doing Femship. Uh, 
Commander Shepard from Mass Effect series. But yes. my God, she does so many games. Oh, don't even go there. And like, so I was... much good gaming, right? Like, we were just speaking about yeah. Bioshock, and she's in Bioshock yeah. Infinite as the, the yeah. twins. Um, we were looking through... I was actually looking through, like, the list, and the list is insane. So I just pulled out, like, the the main big ones. Cause she yeah, I, I picked out and... one that wasn't Commander Shepard, because obviously... Commander Shepard is the biggest. Um, but I did pick out one that I will mention once you've mentioned a few. Well, I was going to say it's like uh, she's in Metal Gear. She plays yeah. Samus in the Metroid Prime series, uh, which is obviously a huge thing. And Knights of the Old Republic. And yes, one... that's what I was going to mention. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to mention, I thought you were going to mention Ash in Overwatch because you love Ash. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yes, okay. Ash. Yeah. Uh, her beautiful southern accent. Well, this is the thing on. with Jennifer Howe. Love her to pieces, but Jesus, she has a list of like things that she's been in. And it gets to the point where I forget because she's in everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great thing. But it does, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't make a full list. No, it was difficult. I picked out literally a couple, but I mean, she won a Guinness Book uh, record of being the most prolific video game voice actor oh, no as a female. Yeah, she, Love it. I, she won, I think 2013, but I think she still holds it. Um, but she also does stuff for like cartoons and films and all kinds of voice actors. A lot of anime, I think, as well. Yeah, right? she does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but the the voice clip... So I had two voice clips because I figured this was going to be a crossover. So I picked one for me and one for you. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so the one for you is this one. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. Because you can't not have the best voice clip of yeah. her talking about her love of things um, <laughs> and the shop. And my one, which I'm assuming you're going to guess who is in this, because we spoke about your love of voice, and we're going to now witness mine. Shepard, need me for something? Have you got a minute? Can it wait for a bit? I'm in the middle of some calibrations. Oh, Garrus. <laughs> you just put that in because you wanted to hear Garrus. God, yes. You know my love for Garrus. She was barely in that clip. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really pick the greatest clips to show you going of her hell's work, but... <laughs> Uh, well, was, we don't. Yeah. We don't need to. She's everyone knows Jennifer Hale and loves exactly. her. We don't. We don't need to. You know. Which is why I thought I'd take that opportunity to highlight Garrus. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> why not? You talk about a voice that gets you going. Oh, <laughs> oh, Brandon Keener. I love your voice. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, Jennifer Hale. I don't know if I have any um, more facts. Actually, one fact I did find, and then I'll find out what your facts were. Fact Queen. Uh, was that she runs podcast? So many of these voice people run podcasts uh, yeah. called "The Art of Money," which is about money. That's so random, <laughs> right? So, the, to be fair, though, there's only like five episodes that I could find on a website, and the first one was like "The Art of Money," all about money, and the rest of them were just like live from Comic Con and like random other clips yeah. being live places. So I'm like a bit like, mm, is this about money or is this about you earning money? And I was going to say. Just random. She probably does have a lot of money. I mean, she's a voice actor and everything. I mean, fuck yeah. And fair enough. Fair enough. Jennifer yeah. She should earn that bank. Yeah. Um, I don't really have that many facts. What I wanted to highlight was because um, I love Night Cell Republic. And for me, it was, it was again, I played when I was quite young, before I even really understood what RPGs were. Um, when I was well, I'm more getting into the world a bit on my old Xbox original. And I found KOTOR 
and um, she, she plays Bastler and she's an awesome Jedi and it took a long time for me to even realise that was Jenna Mahal especially because later on I, you know, I played Mass Effect with Commander Shepard and stuff and it was only until I picked um, Knights Republic up again in later years that I was like oh shit that's my girl, Jennifer Hale. I was just like, oh, this is just amazing. Um, and she actually plays um, a descendant of Bastila in the Knights of Republic Online, which I don't really play, but um, she's it's a woman called Satel Shan, which is cool. So she's still going with the whole like Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Please make another KOTOR that's not an online game. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I think as well, like, on that sort of line, Jennifer Hill, I mean, we all know how amazing she was in Mass Effect, and especially back then, when the first game came out, um, not that anyone expects, like, people was actually to be bad, but she just, like, was just so good, and not, you know, no shit on the male voice actor, but I think everybody kind of just noticed how awesome she was in that game, and she was just such a powerful woman in it, and she made Commander Shepard what she was, I think, personally, Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I know you say not to shit on him, but compared to Jennifer Hale, like, boy, God, does he have no emotion. Like, Mm. just the amount of attitude and stuff she got in, like, searching for clips of this. One of the reasons I don't have that much femship was because one of the most of them were just like people making clips of her being like, the biggest bitch ever you know you can choose like all the renegades. <laughs> oh yeah of course and there were just like compilations of her just like cutting people down with sick burns it was amazing um <laughs> and now it's like making me want to replay uh all of mass effect just being the biggest bitch ever just being like and yeah. what motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> yeah she, del- she delivered that well and sometimes you know you'd be playing mass effect and you just, you know, give the option to be like, yeah, just, just say okay. And then it's like, punch them in the face. And like, <laughs> she would just, or, you know, it was just, it was just awesome. Like, she played, you know, good Shepherd and bad Shepherd equally well. Yeah. And her interactions with the other characters as well was especially amazing. And yeah, I think she deserves to be at the very top of any favorite voice actor list for games because she's just, she always nails it. And that's why she gets all the work. So, yeah definitely no i agree it's great although one voice clip that i really i tried to find and i then didn't put in because i realized similar to my garris issue where it was like it's not a whole bunch of jennifer hale in this it was just a really good clip was i tried to find if you've ever played the citadel dlc uh in mass effect you should because it's amazing uh but i tried to get the one of grunt in the shower just yelling about sharks uh, if you've never seen this bit, yeah. you should find it because it's the best moment in video game history, hands down. <laughs> Did you find it or not? No, the thing is, I couldn't uh... find it. The only, I, like, there was a couple of videos where I'm like, I reckon it's in there somewhere, but I was at work and I couldn't sit there and just like thumb through like hours and hours of the Citizen DLC to try and find it. Um, so yeah, I was sad I couldn't find that for you, but just know that. He's yelling shark somewhere. Wasn't there a bit as well where, like, um, Shepard would be like, Rex, and then he'd be like, Shepard, and then it'd be like, Grunt, and then, you know, they had that little, like, you know, yeah. you don't remember that? Yeah, that was great. Like, I think her interaction with all the characters, because, you know, the game is about having the companions and having your team together, and if, you know, if you can't, 
if it doesn't show emotion and you know i don't know i want to say like brotherly love that doesn't make any sense um i don't you know, know. it's it is a game where it's a lot about your um uh, your relationships with your characters buds. yeah yeah your buds you're making your bros and it's one of the reasons I think I love Krogan's was because I think Commander Shepard and Krogan's just worked so well. Um, their voice together was just always hilarity. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just an awesome game. And I'm sad it's, you know, I'm sad that the era of Jennifer Hale as Shepard is over. Um, no one will ever fill those shoes. But at the same time... I want to replay them actually now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But she does, like we said, she does so much other voice acting and it's always oh, yeah. so good. Like uh, the fact that she's doing Ash in Overwatch is awesome. Uh, just yeah, her yelling, awesome. yelling Bob constantly. And I think as well, actually, she is probably the most famous voice actor that's been in Overwatch. Kill me if I'm wrong. But no, I agree. I think she's probably she's a big name in voice acting. To, to yeah, that. Um, and I really was surprised yeah. when they announced that that was her because although everyone else in Overwatch is does a lot of voice acting, some of them have not done a whole bunch of voice. Well, acting. no, Brigitte was just. I mean, not to insult her because she's awesome, but it was just a random Swedish girl. Yeah. I don't think she's really been done anything else. So to get Jennifer Hale was kind of just like whoa, like I see what you're doing. But, like, she definitely is, I think, one of the biggest. Because the other ones are great, and they're awesome, and they have fully behind them. But Jennifer Hale is definitely... She's, like, the queen of voice acting, really, in a way, isn't she? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, hell, the queen. <laughs> so that's a good pick. And uh, I don't mind that that was a crossover. That was always going to happen, I think, because we both love her. Yeah. And she's... I think she's important as well, especially in, in badass females in gaming. Especially when she first, you know, appeared. Because, you know... Yeah. We're girls. We like games. <laughs> we do. We like our badass women. <laughs> yeah. Represent. So, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that is my number two. Oh. So um, I'm just going to... I know I shouldn't really be doing this, and I'm not actually... We're not inserting any voice clips, but if I was to put someone in here that wasn't Jennifer Hale, it would be Damien Clark with Handsome Jack. Not going to go into it. Wait. He's awesome. What? Wait. What? Handsome Jack? Yeah. I can provide. Oh, where the hell is... Oh, I had a violin somewhere. I was going to play it all sarcastically. God damn it, it was going to be awesome. Blake, where's a bloody violin? All right, sweet, sweet. Found it. All right, this is a song for Mordecai's <laughs> stupid bird. <clears throat> Any. <laughs> Are you what? Screw you. It would have been hilarious if I found it earlier. Shut up. Nice. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. I was only going to quickly slide on by because I wasn't going to really, it was only really a backup, but um, he hasn't really been in that much else apart from like Dragon Ball Z and a few other stuff, don't want to shit on him. Um, he's awesome, hilarious, just I think my favourite villain for sure, and I don't normally ever like villains that much, Yeah. but he is just, oh, he's hilarious. He Not that he makes Borderlands games because there's lots of other things going on, but for me he's always been a part of why I loved Borderlands too, so he, I'm happy he's in there. I mean, yeah, Handsome Jack is one of those characters where I've played bits of, of um, Borderlands, but I've never got into it as much as you have so much. But I do know of Handsome Jack and the, always the bits that he came up in were always great. And like you said, it's weird to have such an attachment to a villain. Normally you're mm -hmm. just like, ah, the villain's good, but yeah, who cares? Um, or, you know, you hate them with a passion, but yeah. 
He's, awesome. he's just he's job. so good at being an asshole, but in a way that, I mean, it's awful, really, but because you're not supposed to like the assholes, but I freaking love him, and I don't care that he's a dick, because <laughs> he's hilarious, and yeah, he's great. Damon Clark is, is very talented. Amazing. Yeah, so we'll, we'll swing on by that one, though, because that was just a backup. All right, then. Uh, in that case, we'll move straight on to my number one, then. Um, mm. I was wondering whether you'd be able to guess who my number one would be. No, not a clue. Oh. No, wait, I've got a guess. Is it is it Guybrush or something? It is Guybrush. Guybrush <laughs> is number one. Um, again, I think, I mean, I'm not going to pick Guybrush for, like, every number one ever. I just, wow. like, because Guybrush is one of my favourite characters of all time, I think a massive part of that is the voice actor um whose name is dominic armato armato sorry um he has pretty much only ever done guybrush that's the only voice acting he does and if you've ever listened to him uh in a interview he sounds guybrush he doesn't really change his voice at all he's just guybrush which is just great to listen to um and he does such a good job again because essentially all monkey island is is it's very funny um and it's a point and click game so a lot of the time you're just wandering around clicking on things and mushing stuff together and although the first the original first two are still really funny and still really enjoyable without voice acting something in the third one where they introduced guybrush voice just like elevated it that much more um and since then he's gone back with the remakes that they made he's voiced uh guybrush in those as well um but he just does such a great job and i just i love it i love his voice so much uh in that case so i'm gonna play a clip how'd you get all the way up there through sheer force of will uh-huh all right there was a bunch of those weird voodoo kids they found me on shore and put me on top of this spike all the time thinking they were so funny do you need me to help you down help i need no help from you foolish mortals i am murray the all-powerful demonic skull okay just thought i'd ask don't get me wrong i do appreciate the offer so <laughs> i chose that clip because it had murray in it as well and although you don't hear much of guy rush and it's a lot of murray talking those two are just hilarious and i love murray so it went in there <laughs> but um yeah it just it's such a nice voice again and um he he just kind of makes Guybrush that little bit more like because he's such a stupid pirate um and his voice just kind of fits him so well I always think um and what's really nice about uh Dominic getting the job was he was a fan of Monkey Island the first two games before he became uh the voice so, so wait think- was there no voice acting in the, in the first ones uh, yeah, in the first two, there was no, they were like floppy disk test, ah, like text plays completely. Um, and he was a really big fan. He played them a lot and was like, oh, wouldn't it be great to get a job? And then he went, he was an actor it, generally at that time. And he went down to audition. And that was one of the reasons he got the job was because they said like, oh, you know, you know, you know the character well, you know the other characters that are going to be in there. Um, and you've kind of got that little leg up above everyone else. And you've right. got the I know what to do. Now I know how to do it. <laughs> this has made me happy. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about how much I love all these games. So please hire me. I'm just going to go to Eden. Right. There you go. Now you've got your in. Just go in and be like, look, I know everything. You don't need to teach me anything. Just let me read a bunch of lines and it will be perfect. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. But it's such a good thing. Um, 
He's in a couple of other things. I think he's in a bunch of Star Wars games. Um, and that was about all the facts that I had. I had a, I wrote myself down one that I put terrible fact alert on it because <laughs> the only fact that I could find or I love a terrible fact was that he has a sister named Amanda. <laughs> she is also an actress who appeared briefly in American Pie 2. Amazing. That's like my fact of like, they enjoy long walks on the beach. Right. And it's not even, and I was like, I really should find out who she played. Thinking maybe it was going to be like a character you might know. No, she played Cowboy Hat Girl. <laughs> so he didn't really do much then apart from Monkey Island, is that right? Not really. Um, He did do... um a bunch of older star wars games but they weren't uh like main characters in those games or anything like that they were just kind of like random yeah back characters and stuff. i love so that though, can you imagine like one day he gets the call because then they like they do like, like remakes in they from monkey island but like hey hey you want to like reprise your role and he's like yes it's my time to shine again like i could just i love it because he didn't do much else right so yeah he kind of was just like yeah fuck it well, so that's exactly a story that I was listening to um, of him. I was watching an interview and he's, he was um, talking about uh, Tales of Monkey Island, which is number five in the series. And mm. it came out about nine years or so late after yeah. like the last one. So there's quite a big gap between them. And he was saying how he randomly got a message on like Facebook or something from the main um, like higher person of like the voice acting for like lucas arts and stuff and he was like why am i getting a message from this guy the only reason i'm getting a message from this guy must mean one thing that uh tails is back and he was so happy about it because Aww. he was such a big fan um anyway and he was just really like yeah of course i'll do it <laughs> so um it's just really cool um he seems like a really nice person um he now writes a food blog and a food critic so he doesn't do anything <laughs> I was wondering, like, to do with acting at all so i'm yeah. sure if someone was like we're finally making monkey island six please come back he would um well he's probably yeah. also like oh now i get some dollar bills right but that's crazy like i do think sometimes especially with voice actors that don't necessarily do anything after that like what they are actually doing like i mean i don't believe that you'd be working in like a supermarket but can you imagine just like going to a shop and then being like i recognize your voice and being like served by like eyebrush i mean oh, like, i don't want to think of that because i don't want to work in a supermarket but do you know what i mean like wonder what you must be doing yeah well i think this was a point he was just like nobody ever really recognizes my voice but oh. i'm like I reckon I would. Like, he sounds so much like yeah. him. I'd just be like, you sound weirdly familiar to me. Why? Why is that? <laughs> yeah. That's... Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my number one is Guybrush. Uh, and Dominic, well, Dominic Armato is my number one. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad I predicted that. <laughs> yeah, nice one. I'm not going to follow suit and pick um, George Stobar, even though, because that would just be way too deja vu. But I am going to say... I did want to pick Ralph Saxon, who plays the voice of George Stobart, because obviously we talked about Monkey Island and Broken Sword, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, he's an awesome voice actor in a similar way to that, but he's not my number one, unfortunately. My number one is the king of voice acting, Troy Baker. Yeah. And I couldn't not include Troy Baker, because similar to Jennifer Hale, he's in freaking everything. Yeah. Um, and he does it awesomely. I love, I love that man. And so we're going to go straight into a clip. We are. Do you even realize what your life means? Huh? Running off like that, putting yourself at risk? It's pretty goddamn stupid. I love that chastising. Just an angry <laughs> clip. Of... 
of Joel. <laughs> but it was just like the only clip I could find that doesn't give anything away. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just this nice... Because um, Joel is a grumpy character. I love him, and he's a really sweet person, you can tell, but he's quite a grumpy character, and I thought that kind of encapsulated yeah. that essence of him and that beautiful southern accent that he has. Yeah. He, for me, is just... His voice is, I mean, I know I was talking about caramel, but his is like golden caramel. Like, it's just, mm. for me, it will always be Booker and Joel, my two yeah. favorite, you know, games that he's voice acted in. And just so good. He just, he's just incredibly talented. That's obviously why he's in everything, because he's just, like, he does so many, like, animes other games like he's just i think he's well sought after as well because of it but i think it's his role as joel especially where it's just it's so real and there's so much emotion between him and ellie obviously actually talked so much earlier and they are just it's so awesome i can't it's so stupid because i can't even like give real reasons i'm just like it's awesome it's just amazing (laughs) i know what you mean though it is uh it's one of those things with uh, voice acting because uh, when we're not uh i guess we're not purveyors of acting and things like that it's hard for us to really judge objectively like we can kind of do with video games other than to just say oh god it was so good and i loved that thing but the the fact that you're so sold by a character and i think yeah it speaks volumes that how attached obviously because they're games that you and i have probably in a favorite list of bioshock infinite and and last of us and stuff and and that is probably you know, a big percentage of that love is from that voice acting and from that character, uh, which is obviously sold through Troy Baker. The, the characters themselves are the voices. You know, if you didn't have that voice, you would just have like a, you know, just an animated human walking around. Like the voice actor has such a huge part to play that, you know, if they don't deliver it, then you could be at real risk of having a shit game. Yeah. And you know, I think about it, I've never, you know, I've never done voice acting, but I think to be able to get into that kind of state when recording, that emotional state, when really you're just looking at a piece of paper, it must be hard. Like, I, I can imagine it's not easy. And it's probably easier when you're in the room with the person that you're doing the voice acting with. But, you know, some of the scenes, especially between, you know, Booker and Elizabeth and Joel and Ellie, like, it's just, oh, it's just so good. It's just so much emotion, so real that, you know, you always forget you're playing a game sometimes. It's, it's, you know, it's like a movie. And I think, yeah, that's just... A lot of the time, I think, these voice actors make the game for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know what? He is not bad to look at either. So oh. he could do just regular actor. I know. Um, yeah, he's a handsome man. And he's also <laughs> got a lovely... objectify the poor man. <laughs> no, and he's got a lovely singing voice as well. Um, he actually has his own band as well. And I've listened to yeah. his music. He's good. And his like acoustic versions of stuff from like Bioshock, so the well the second be unbroken, as Elizabeth sang one as well, is awesome. And I think there is a version on YouTube actually I listen to a lot, which is I think he just sings it by himself. Uh, it's like an acoustic version that he did, and that's awesome. Um, he also apparently sang on Resident Evil Six, where he sings the ending theme supposedly. Nice. Um, not that I played much Resident Evil Six. Um, and he actually began his voice acting career doing radio commercials in Dallas. So it's a bit mm-hmm. of a back fact for you there. I like um, it. Yeah, he's a very talented man. And it always makes me angry because I'm like, you're beautiful. You have a beautiful voice. You can sing. Like, how are you allowed to be on this earth? 
right it's just it's just a kick in the vagina is what that is yeah pretty much um he's yeah he's very talented let's have a look at some of my other facts that i've got mm. it's i've got he had the most facts for me but i'm yeah. not gonna not gonna tell them all um so troy baker was actually a huge fan of the uncharted games so obviously he eventually got to work with naughty dog which was um on the last of us and it came full circle when he eventually got cast as sam drake uh in uncharted Nice. So I just thought that was really cool. The fact yeah. that he played, Unch- uh, played Uncharted, obviously worked in, you know, worked on Last of Us, and then eventually got to be in Uncharted. I just thought that was that was cool. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. And he's very talented as well um, in Uncharted. I love, absolutely love the banter between um, him and Nathan, uh, or no, him and Nolan North is so good. And they actually do have their own um, weekly YouTube series called Retro Replay. And awesome those two are awesome together and in the game as well like there's there's just parts in it that are just oh it's just awesome like it's a it's a duo that i never knew i needed until yeah. it happened and i was just like i'm so happy that this happened i'm good with this yeah they have a lot of good banter so let's have a look at my other fact okay they're not that interesting really let's <laughs> walks on the beach I mean, it's never going to be that. Um, weirdly, I know a fact about him, Ooh. and that he plays someone in Full Metal Alchemist. Um, yes, he does. Which is a weird one, and Full Metal is brilliant. Yeah. Um, so my other sort of like anecdote is, I was sort of looking into his sort of general career, um, and he is an interview with him where he said that the reason why he got into voice acting was because he said it was uh, well voice acting games mostly it was starting to become necessary for actors to become involved you know in gaming so he just you know decided to to just try and get into that and then he kind of said that he got like you know stumbled onto one game to another game and then he said it created this like snowball effect and suddenly like you know he was this huge big name so I just thought that was cool because yeah. you know it's amazing now i think with especially all these kind of things where it's like uh probably careers you didn't imagine uh having slash existing when you first start out something and then obviously the world changes and stuff develops and you're suddenly like faced with this whole thing you're like i would have never called me a giant voice actor of games but it probably didn't exist much you know when when you first start doing it which is very cool I think voice acting has become more prevalent in the last kind of decade. Yeah, definitely. I think in gaming, the way that some games have evolved, where I think they've become a bit more story-based and a lot more narrative, like some games that, you know, barely have any kind of, like, actual control, where, you know, the the voices are directing you and it's such a big part of it that, that it has allowed... It's you know people winning awards for it and performances. It's like it's like films almost because it is. I guess you're performing in a role. There's no it's so different just because you can't see you. It doesn't mean you're not you know performing. So yeah, and I think especially that's even more enhanced with so many people uh, mocapping for their characters. So one of the people who uh, I was going to put in my list and didn't was um, I've mentioned her before, Camilla Luddington, <laughs> who plays Lara yeah. Croft, but she does her whole. Uh, she does all the you know mocapping and stuff for it, and all the characters uh, that you've been talking about in Detroit are all the mocapped yeah. versions, and they're all the the actual actors. In the yeah, game. I, didn't, I didn't know what that meant. Sorry, is that like the the motion capture? Yes. Oh, it's mocap. Yeah, sorry, mo-cap. I thought there was some sort of dance move I didn't know about. <laughs> the mocap coming to a <laughs> honky tonk bar near you. Probably it's on my Fortnite. Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Mocap away. Fine. No, it's fine. I was done. I was done talking about mocapping. Uh, um. Actually, no, I wasn't. I was going to say, uh, we touched upon L.A. Noir briefly, but I always remember that was like the first real one that I kind of, there were ones before that that did, you know, that kind of actor in a game like thing. Heavy Rain did it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which definitely came, I think, before. But I don't know. L.A. Noir just sold it to me that much more. Um, I think because it was so recognisable. Like, there were people that I were like, oh, I've seen you in a thing on TV. And then suddenly I mm. actually can like, recognise yeah. you in a game. Not I just... I couldn't believe it. Like, mm. Pierce Brosnan's yeah. weird melty face in, <laughs> Gold, you know, GoldenEye 64. Okay, Love it. Yeah, I remember when L.O. and R came out. And I remember just being like, I can't believe this. Like, I was like, it's so real. I mean, now... If I played it on the old, you know, console, it probably wouldn't feel as real. But it's really kind of like opened a gateway to this new world of, of voice acting and acting. Because I think as well, like I've, I've watched a lot of. Sorry, I know the new term now, mocapping for games. And Beyond Two Souls is one that I watched a lot of the the scenes in the making of, and and you know where they have it, like they're having like dinner at the table, and they're actually having to like eat with like the forks and the like cardboard yeah. all covered in these little things and. And I just think, like, it probably makes voice acting easier because you're almost kind of sometimes doing the scenes. Yeah. Um, more natural as an actor, yeah. especially, like, if you're used to acting, being on stage or whatnot, and you've got yeah. to, like, do your whole face and you yeah. just got to communicate everything and all your emotion through your voice alone. Yeah. I think as well, so for me, it was quite fitting to have Troy Baker and Jennifer Hale as number one and two because, like, they, for me, are, like, the king and queen of voice acting and kind of opening that up especially with you know Jennifer Hellas Commander Shepard and how awesome she was and how she kind of stole the spotlight really on that game and Trey Baker in his performances as well I just thought that you know those two are pretty epic I did feel like I did pick quite epic people and I'm glad that you kind of picked like kind of indie you know games as well because I thought we had a good contrast yeah I think so I think this list has done done us well for mm. going across the things um however i cannot end although we don't really have any clips for i guess our honorable mentions which i'm well, assuming you've got like people in your list of like nolan north and we've kind i just want to i just want to mention some a couple more honorable if i can of course. is it now an appropriate time no yeah go for it just gonna go through i'm not gonna like dwell we've already mentioned a few i got i snuck them in there um but i just want to mention a few because i just i can't not because it's not that I don't love them, I don't think they're incredibly talented, I just, they didn't make it onto the top five. And that is um, Claudia Black as Morrigan in Dragon Age, because Morrigan is awesome, and yeah. Claudia Black is incredibly talented. We love her. She's also a badass bitch. Um, Ashley Birch, who voices Tiny Tina, Chloe Price, and also Alloy from The Jack Horizon Zero Dawn. I know she does Alloy as well. Yeah, and we had a few mentions of her as well on Twitter when we were talking about our top five voice actors. Yeah. So couldn't not mention her because she's she's awesome and she's being a lot more and more now, which is cool. I did actually have Camilla Luddington on my list because she's very talented as well. Yeah. Um, someone who was nearly on my list and I had to remove her, unfortunately, is Laura Bailey. So she is Fiona from Tales from the Borderlands. She is also in less than I realised when it came to games. All I could really find that I knew her from which I thought was more than that, is, like, she's Lady Comstock in Bioshock. Yeah. And she's also in Mass Effect as, um, I can't even remember the name, but she's someone's sister, basically. <laughs> um, but she's 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 really talented. Um, I think Fiona, for me, is, like, her biggest thing. Um, also, I could not mention the love of my life. 
um, Raphael Savage, who plays Caden, uh, from Mass Effect, of and also Carthay Nassi from Knights of the Open Public. He is on the same line as Alistair for me, um, Steve Valentine, voice of just pure blitz. Love him. Couldn't not mention him. Uh, and also, I also just wanted to quickly mention the wonderful and ever-talented Eric Idle as Vince Wynn in Discworld. Of course. I mean, you can't not mention Eric Idle. I wasn't going to ask you if Eric Idle was going to turn up at some point because of our <laughs> conversations about how much yeah. love Discworld and how, again, similar to Guybrush where it's like, it, it's just a character walking around a screen if not for the, you know, humour of Eric Idle. Oh, yeah. I um, think he also kind of reminded me of the voice actor from Stanley Parable with just that sort of like witty humour. Yes, definitely that kind of dry wit that kind of yeah. takes over the thing. Um, I don't really have that many backups. I think um, you've mentioned quite a few of the people I was going to mention. I guess yeah. for me on the same lines as you mentioning Alistair, and we've spoken about him already, is is uh, Brandon Keener who does Garris. <laughs> and I think that's just because it makes me feel funny in my loins um, that I want to mention him. But... <laughs> As a treat, I could not not bring up two things that I know, voice acting wise, that we just, we appreciate quite a lot. Uh, So the first one was a voice clip that I think wasn't so much as good, but just haunted uh, an entire game. And it is this. That's it. I've come up with a new recipe. I loved that clip. So every time we're playing Final Fantasy XV, you just randomly, you know, you'd be in this really intense battle and then the battle would end and you'd just see him pop up and go, I've come up with a new recipe. Like, and they just, oh, it killed me. And I think one of my favourite other moments in that game is, like, your character, Noctus, you get later on in the game, you're a cool kind of uh funfair i guess is the best way to describe it and he mocks him he's just like oh, yeah. does an impression of that line and it killed me um and i think also it kind of then reminded me of watching the voice actors uh from final fantasy 15 who played all the main oh uh, yes playing uh final fantasy 15 uh if you've never watched it on twitch or youtube try and find it because there were some really funny parts in it um, I think one of my favourite bits was they loved that line from Ignis and there was just a bit with toast where one of the options for your dinner is just a slice of toast and the voice actor just does it in his in his Ignis voice that he has and just it's like, here you go boys, one slice of toast, don't eat it all at once and it just, it kills me. It kills me every oh, time. I'm sad he didn't have that clip in. I, I couldn't find a decent enough copy of it to just put in. Um... um yeah, yeah, so I'm glad that you mentioned these guys actually because well, it's, it's Ignis, Prompto, Noctis, and. Glados. Well, Susan, Glados, that's it. Yeah. Um, they're incredible, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because I didn't know you were doing these clips, but um, Adam Crowster was actually in quite a lot of like normal shows. Yeah. So whenever I hear his voice in anything else or even see him, all I can think is it's just like, that's shit, I'll come up with a new Russia pair, and it just makes me so happy. It's just such a great clip. And I think to end this episode i don't think we could finish without mentioning i mean we've spoken about our favorite and probably the best voice actors and voice acting of our time and now i feel like it's time to go in the opposite direction and talk about a game that perhaps doesn't have the best voice acting of all time but kind of also does because that's what makes this game amazing uh if you've never played shemium the originals I implore you to play it just for the voice acting. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, here is an example. Do you know any Chinese people? I know one. Sungoku. 
is the main character Rio talking to a small child about if he knows any Chinese people. There's no real context um, other than you just need to find some Chinese people. Uh, the whole game is full of terrible, terrible voice acting, but also some of the best voice acting in the world. Um, this is just making me feel like we need to do a top five favourite worst voice acting. I mean, I'm done. I mean, because... we already know what our number one is going to be, but yes. What's what's the number one? Shenmue. That's what number okay. one would be. No, mine wouldn't actually be that. We're not going to do this, so I'm happily to splurge. Mine would probably be Resident Evil 1 for the moment where, <laughs> I can't remember who says it, but it was a bit where they come through like the mansion door and the guy's like, whoa, you were almost a Jill sandwich. And it's just, oh. It's such a good line. I, I, I've never really played the things and even I know that it's Jill so sandwich line. It's so bad, so bad. I, I mean, think, yeah. I think Gilbert Godfrey did it in voice acting um, video that he did. Um, yes, he did. I I forgive those bad voice actors though because it brings me so much joy. Well, this is the point. It's it's not good, but it it makes it like these games are just so good because of those voice acting skills. It's just great, and I mean, I probably couldn't do an even half a job that those guys do, so it still kind of works. But if you want to hire us as voice actors, then yeah. just message us. We can do all the voices. I can do many impressions of weird fishmen. <laughs> I think you'd be pretty good, actually, because you can do quite weird voices. It has been said that I have the ability to do some weird voices. I think it's mostly when I get excited uh, playing games that they come out. <laughs> so you guys will never know. But if we have a Twitch stream, maybe you'll witness them. I'm excited. But no, this has been a good top five. Um, a difficult one, I think, because yeah. I didn't think I was going to be able to, you know, actually come up with that many. And then when I started it, I was just like, well, this is a downhill slope. Just everyone's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like you said, that everything's improving more and more. So I think uh, these lists are something we could probably even revisit at some point in the near future because there will just be so many more different voice acting and different performances that come out you know yeah. the next year that are going to be great um so it's definitely a cool one it's definitely an interesting more behind the scenes thing to gaming uh but like you said it just makes so many games yeah i think it's it's integral these days not you know not vital because we have games that don't necessarily have any voice acting that's still amazing but you know when a game is made to be so narrative heavy and you know i think when you have an amazing voice actor it's just oh, it's great it's good yeah well in that case um i guess i'll say good night nikki yeah thanks for uh joining us yeah thanks for listening to all our crazy clips um if you want to follow us on twitter we're at game uh till five uh you can also follow nikki and all her cosplay uh stuff at what nikki uh at alika two e's awesome uh i also have a twitter in which i don't post much but you can follow me uh which is at sefi m with three f's um and uh yeah just uh keep listening and finding more stuff and we will keep making weird lists of video game shit until someone stops us yeah please stop us till someone till we get more angry letters until we get hired as voice actors then we'll be here yeah that's true talking to nobody um and now we're gonna lose our lives to the overwatch event that comes out tomorrow yeah can't wait fuck yeah can't wait can't wait to uh 
because yeah, I can't wait to get a bucket on my head and become a Peter. Done. Because that's what it is. I don't like it. And on that note... <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Oh!